wave. So we've got like alpha, beta, gamma waves. Uh, I think there's delta waves. And I'm not 100% sure, please don't quote me, but I think it's when our brain transitions from um, alpha state to delta state. And really we lose focus on all the little things around us, all the little bits and pieces that aren't feeding what we need to be doing and what we're working towards. And we're getting bite-sized bits of dopamine to keep us in a happy state. We don't get bored. We don't get stressed. We don't get anxious. We just are, we're there. We are in the moment and we're doing what we know how to do really, really well. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. My name is Jake, and you are listening to The Success Shift, a show where perfection does not exist, but learning and growth take center stage. Have you ever felt stuck, like you're doing all the work but not getting the results? Maybe you feel like there's something missing. Perhaps there is some sort of internal shift that's needed to really get you to that next stage of success. Well, buckle up and join me as we jump into the minds of those who have been successful in their field and dive a little deeper into what is actually needed to get you to that next level. Is success just a state of mind? Does believing you're successful act as a catalyst to greater success? Is it something we can work on, or are some people just luckier than others? No matter what you're into or where your passion lies, if you're wanting change or a shift in perspective, then you are definitely going to want to tune in. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. We are technically into episode 101. I'm super excited. Episode 100, if you haven't listened to it, um, I will be releasing that. Go listen to it. It's a lovely interview with uh, my personal mentor, Teresa Guthrie. She's been a huge inspiration to my journey. And um, over time, we've just sort of grown closer and closer, which is incredible. I was just speaking to some of the people who rock up early to these calls a bit earlier and said how amazing it is that you can actually start to join forces with and get to run alongside your mentor and it's a great honor of mine to have that opportunity um you know be in the right place the right time put your hand up at the right time and uh, ask the right questions and who knows where you'll end up so uh awesome to get to interview Teresa there and yeah if you haven't checked it go check out episode 100 bringing back some of the interviews hopefully got some more people lined up for them coming up so check that out on the podcast uh today 101 episodes super proud of myself um today I'm going to be showing some gratitude though for technology um yes some might hate him but people like Mark Zuckerberg who you know step out be brave and create things like Facebook and those kind of intercommunicational, that's not the right word, but uh, international communication platforms. My little sister just had her baby boy last night. And thanks to some technology, I was able to pretty much be right there. Of course, I wanted to be with her, um, you know, supporting her and holding her hand, um, not in the room, but, you know, outside. Um, but I wasn't because we are on the other side of the world from each other. However, Thanks to um, yeah technology, I was able to be there, give her a call when she'd finished and support her. And yeah, today uh, is my first day of being an uncle, which is a nice big step forward. So my family is very quickly growing. My little man's nine months and he's now going to have a cousin, which is exactly nine months younger than him, which is incredible. So I'm very, very grateful for that and grateful to be able to, yeah, like I said, be a part as best I could from overseas. So I'm grateful for all my family. I love family. My family is huge back down in Australia. I'm not sure if they're listening to this or not, but you know, I'm one of, I don't know, 
30 cousins or something like that. My mum was one of six. Um, Fortunately, a couple, you know, my aunt and uncle has passed away, but we are still a very big type family. And so sometimes being on the other side of the world um, makes that hard, but it's also very nice to have this part of the family growing. So I can't wait for Christmas uh, next year. Anyway, that's my ramble about my family. Very grateful to be able to be a part of the birth as much as I can of my little nephew. Now, chuck your gratitude into the chat. We'll flick through some of these and then we'll get on to a bit of a continuation from what we're talking about yesterday. Good morning. Grateful for friends far away who understand the journey of trading. Yes, it's a different one and it's nice to have people who understand the struggles and can be there to fight the battles with you. Grateful for a new day and a new adventures. Love this. Congratulations, Uncle Jake. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. So yesterday we were talking a bit about past, present, and future. And I think this is a really, really interesting concept. And I think it's something that I'd like to zone in a little bit on. Um, because again, talking before this podcast started, we're talking about, and I think every trader can really relate to this is why can't I follow my rules? I know that following my rules, a very simple thing to do over time will provide me with almost an unimaginable amount of money creating that freedom. But yet the very simple thing of just following the rule seems so hard for so many of us. And why is it? Why is it that we just cannot follow the simple rules? Now, I say this to every trader that I speak to. Trading, being successful in trading is like a three-step. One, understand risk management and a proper strategy. Two, create a trading plan that runs that is proven to work with that strategy. And three, follow the rules of that trading plan without any, um, any discrepancy. That's all you have to do. Do that over a period of time. Results will come. However... Most people, well, some people don't understand the strategy and they're learning and they don't understand risk management yet. And that's fine. This is the learning process. Get through that. Some people still refuse to have a trading plan, which comes down to ego and your subconscious and um, a lot of the sort of mindset stuff that I know I had for the first year and a half. But then we get to the point of creating a trading plan. And step three, we struggle to do that. It's a very easy three-step process, but so many people fail to do those steps. And why? Why, why, why? If we can answer this question, why, we'll have a huge breakthrough and hopefully many, many successful traders. So this is what my mindset course is completely evolved around. And it's figuring out why, as humans, we cannot follow our simple trading plan. Um, there's many core aspects. There's many um, smaller aspects. But all in all, there's a bunch of things that we can do and try to learn ourselves to figure out why. And this is why it's so hard, because... Every person's reason for not following the rules is probably going to be slightly different and it's going to be more personalized and it's going to be within them. And while we can understand, and I, I look at it kind of in two areas. So we have to understand the overall aspect of why we can't. So our core beliefs, our internal values, our limiting beliefs, all these sort of aspects. But then when it comes down to it in the moment, we also need to be able to have the discipline and the willpower to follow the rule because we can do all the work and figure out ourselves, which is great. And I really recommend doing all that. But you can do all that work, get into the moment of trading. And in that instantaneous moment, you can be affected by the market. Your emotions can take over. And then you stop following your rules. 
And so you have to do the outer work, the, the bigger work, and then you have to refine it so that in the moment we don't have the stress, we don't have the anxiety, we don't have whatever emotion it is that's pushing you to not follow those rules. Because logically, most of us understand the concept that following the rules is what's needed. And we understand the, our trading rules. We understand our trading plan. You know, we wrote it, we created it. But yet there's still something that makes us flip a switch or whatever it is and not follow those rules. And I truly believe, um, you know, emotion has a massive thing to do with that. Why the emotions come up, another thing to dive deep into. What emotions are coming up, another thing to dive deep into, all personalized. But in reference to what we're talking about on Tuesday, I think this has a lot to do with time in the sense that if we're sitting at the charts and we're looking into the future, I mean, I always say forecast what's going to happen and try and like predict where, not predict where it's going to go, but um, yeah, forecast what you'd like to happen. And then if it does that, it makes it easier to enter into the trade. But once you've entered into the trade, you have to go from trade management, uh, tra to, from, sorry, once you've entered the trade, you have to shift from the mindset of entering a trade to the mindset of managing a trade. But what we do very often is we look, oh no, in the future, it's going to go here. So therefore, I'm either going to lose, which creates a, a fear, or it's going to go here and I'm going to get a lot of money, which is creating greed. Or what we do is we go, oh, the last trade that I did, that I actually lost or turned around on me. So I'm scared that I'm going to lose money. So I'm going to actually, and all of these emotions based on either the past or the future is driving emotions, which then lead us to move away from our trading plan. However, if we are 100% present, all we're doing is going, this, when this candle closes, I'm going to read through my trading plan and do what it tells me to do. Okay, this candle closed below the 50 EMA. That's an exit for me. Exit. No questions asked. Not, let's see, this could bounce off here. It could pull back here. It could do this. Not, oh, I'm actually lost two trades already. I don't want to lose a third one, so I'm going to hold on to this one and hope. Just do exactly what the trading plan does. And if you're 100% present in the present moment, then this becomes easy. However, a lot of the time, we can't be in the present moment. We're always thinking about, you know, what's happened in the past, living in the fear, or, um, you know, what's going to happen in the future. We get we can predict the future, and therefore, I don't want to get out of this trade now because actually what's going to happen is it's going to turn around on me and then I'm going to miss out on having all this money. So being completely present in that exact moment and only responding to exactly what happens at candle closure is a perfect way to follow the trading plan. But what do we do as humans? We like to reminisce on the past. We like to expect, you know, make assumptions on the future. And then we have emotion based on either of those things, which leads us to do something different to what our trading plan does. So this is my overall um, concept of why finding the ability to be present is super, super, super important. And um, last, on Tuesday, I shared the quote, um, if you are if you are depressed, means you're living in the past. If you are anxious, it means you're living in the future. And if you're at peace, it means you're living in the present. Now, how many times have you gone and made like lost three trades and felt like really depressed while trading? You're like, oh, I've lost this and it makes you feel really drained. Or you're in a trade and you're like, oh, it's going to, you're thinking about what's going to happen in the future and it's making you really anxious and you're sitting there like, what should I do? However, we want to get to that peaceful state of trading where we don't have the angst. We don't have the depression. We don't have these emotions. We just are. We're just watching. And as soon as the candle closes, we know what to do because our trading plan says that well, that's what we do. And it's just peaceful. I want to get to the point where I'm peacefully trading. 
And so while I talk about being in the present moment, I want to bring this into a concept of flow state. Now, I'm not sure if anyone here has heard about flow state. Um, you know, if you have, chuck some ones in the chat. But basically what flow state is, and you hear lots of elite athletes talking about it or musicians, and it's really when all the background noise goes away and they are just there doing what they know how to do best. And what did I write down here? I said, it's basically being in a space, um, being present with a skill set. That's what I wrote. So flow state is when you're being 100% present with a skill set. And you hear Kobe Bryant and Michael Jordan talking about it, that when they're in this state, they have this heightened level of confidence. And they're in a state where nothing else really matters. They throw the ball and they know before it even leaves their hand that it's going in. And it does. And you, you sometimes, I don't know if you know basketball, but you hear people saying they're heating up. And that's when they get into this flow state and they've got this skill set that's so ingrained in them and they're just in the present moment and they are just flowing. They, What happens is our brain goes into a certain um, wave. So we've got like alpha, beta, gamma waves. Uh, I think there's delta waves. And I'm not 100% sure, please don't quote me, but I think it's when our brain transitions from um, alpha state to delta state. And really, we lose focus on all the little things around us, all the little bits and pieces that aren't feeding what we need to be doing and what we're working towards. And we're getting bite-sized bits of dopamine to keep us in a happy state. We don't get bored. We don't get stressed. We don't get anxious. We just are. We're there. We are in the moment. And we're doing what we know how to do really, really well. And I've had this in the past in moments. Um, sometimes when you're surfing and you're trying to catch a wave and you're just present in that exact moment, you don't really think about how to surf and how to get up and how to do all these things. You just do. And it feels amazing. Same if you've ever played a high level of sport. I played a couple of grand finals. And sometimes when you just in that state, things are just working. And I think that we can get to this with, within trading when you've got a skill set that you practice so much, you can get into this flow state when you're just there with the charts you're not anxiously waiting. You're not depressed about last trades. You're just watching. And then as soon as the chart presents something, you're able to jump in without, you know, the stress, without the fear, without the concern. Put some ones in the chat. If you have been, sometimes I jump on the computer and you just look at it and it feels right. And you're like, oh, yep, this is it. Cool. Enter the trade. It takes off. You exit and you just have this like perfect trade. Most of the time that happens when it's not in your real account when you're not trying to grow a demo account, when you're kind of maybe just showing someone or you're just playing around, right? Ones, 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 here we go. So often that comes from these very easy states where you're like, ah, oh, yeah, I'm just going to, but it does. It just seems so effortless. And this is the space we want to get to on a regular basis when we're trading with money. Now, when you're in the flow state, it's not something that you like, and I think Kobe Bryant says that when you're in the flow state, once you start noticing that you're in the flow state and trying to reenact it, then the flow state's gone. So it's more about really just being present, not trying to not trying too hard to reenact what's happening, just to be. And if we can get to this state with trading, you know, I want everyone listening to this or everyone who does the mindset course or, or you know, anyone who can grasp this concept to realize that trading can be as simple as jumping on, looking at it, it's making sense. I hit the button. It takes off. I, I close the trade or I hit the button. It hits my stop loss and doesn't phase me at all because I was like, oh yeah, I, I can see or that makes sense. And those times where you have that, that's what it needs to become all the time. 
And once we can get to that stage, then I think trading will become really easy. And I say I think because I'm not at that stage yet. Um, but understanding the concept of how time affects our emotions, which in turn affects the way we look at our trading plan and how we actually stick to it, I think um, we can understand how important the idea of, of being present really is. So at the end of last session, I wanted to talk about visualization and like reliving memories because while the quote says, you know, um, if you're feeling depressed, you're living in the past. If you're feeling anxious, you're living in the future. And if you're at peace, you're living in the present. In a contradictory concept to this, I also like to state that like visualizing things is super, super important. And it's the way to create your future. And there's a quote by, um, I think it's Robin J. Sharma, uh, Robin Sharma, who created uh, the monk who sold his Ferrari, who wrote that, sorry, um, that states, never be a prisoner of your past, become the architect of your future, which I really like. And a lot of the time when we think about visualizing or reliving a memory, when we visualize what we're doing, in a sense, we're kind of time traveling. Um, but basically, we are moving our presence to a state that's in the future. But if you close your eyes and you visualize, what you're doing is you are putting yourself in that time and trying to visualize every aspect of it. But you're present in that future time. Same with when we're living a memory. When we're like, for me, I often say the only true things that we can take to our grave are our memories. And so I live to create memories so that, you know, they can bring me emotion but what i'm doing when i relive a memory is i'm moving my present self into the past to be present in that moment from what it, what is in my mind really um into the moment of the past where i can use the presence of me being in the past to bring in emotion into my body now the key here is i think it's really good to be able to go back to the past and relive happy moments same as going into the future and visualizing and being present and evoking emotions as well by being in that present moment but when you come back to this present moment not to hold on not to cling on to those things and so if we live in the memory come back here and go oh it's shit here because it's nowhere near as good as my memory i'm now depressed because i'm holding on to the past we need to let go of that and move from present memory to present moment does that make sense and same with visualizing. When we visualize something, it's good to evoke emotion. It's good to have those feelings. It's good to bring emotion into it because that makes it more raw and more real. But don't long for that. When you visualize again, hopefully those same emotions will come up. And the more frequently you visualize and the more frequently and easy those emotions come up, the more real the architecture of that future can be. And so we're using present presence in this present moment to help us with trading, but where it can also use being fully present in the future in our mind to bring in emotion, to create our future, to, to be the architect of our future. And we can use the present moment of the past to relive and evoke memories and happiness. But the key is to not cling on to them so hard. And the same with trading. If you'd lose a trade, don't cling on to it so much. You have to let it go just as quickly as it came. If you're in a trade and you're expecting it to go to the moon, A, stop doing that. But B, don't be upset when it doesn't. We have to let go of that extremely fast. So let, letting go of the past very quickly and not 
holding on to what might be in the future. Be present in the moment. If you want to visualize, be present in the future moment that you're creating. Allow the emotions to come. When you come back, detach from that. Bring up the memory that you love or that you, you know, that you, makes you happy, that makes you smile. That's great. Be present in that past memory. Then when you come back to this present memory, uh, to this present moment, let go. Okay? Now, I hope this is making a bit of sense. I really think that um, things like meditation, things like, I don't know if you did the exercise, which I recommended, you know, when are you truly happy? Things for me, like cooking, like playing guitar, these moments where nothing else really matters apart from exactly what's going on right now, right here. These moments is what makes, this is where happiness is as well. Same with happiness, love, you know, when you're really ha in a moment, this is when you're truly happy. When you think back to a memory and you put yourself back into that present moment in the past, that's when you become happy. Right. And so being present really is where the happiness comes. Being like when I feel successful, it's because in this moment right now, the things that I've done and the, you know, the direction that I've got is making me feel successful. But that can change really quickly because I don't know, maybe I make a mistake here and then next week I'm not feeling successful because in that moment, circumstances have changed. Um so yeah, the flow state, the last thing I was going to say about that is that, you know, passion, curiosity, lust, all those things are hap like the flow state can be really, really brought through from these great moments, you know, think about, I don't know, when you're having sex, for example, nothing else matters except for the person you're with and it's so intimate and in the moment. These kind of places and moments in time is where humans really, really, um, what do you call it? Like they really thrive. That's what I'm trying to say. And so if we can find ways to reenact this and to be more present on the charts and off, hopefully this will allow us to, um, to increase our success and decrease it. Well, increase our happiness and all the things that come along like love, success, happiness. Um, the other quote that I was reading, which I found quite interesting and I cannot quote it word for word because I didn't write it down, but basically oh, I'm going to butcher this. <laughs> No, I'm not going to try it because I'm going to completely butcher, butcher it. But the point here is that when we really tr strive for things that are big and great and hold an attachment to either the, the failures or success for the future or the past, we can get ourselves in the present moment really down. But when we look at the smaller things and be present in these smaller things, those little things add up to create overall bigger happiness and and love and and gratitude. Okay. So I'm trying to remember a couple of these quotes. I should have wrote them down, but I can't. So probably just going to leave it there. And um, hopefully this makes a little bit of sense to our trading aspect and to our general general life aspect. You know, we need to find those moments of joy in the little things and not get so worked up about what could, what should, what may have been or what did and just focus on what what we can change in the present moment. I think yesterday I was talking about, you know, one of my lessons was, don't get hung up on the things you can't change. And if, you know, we're living in the present moment, then we let go of a lot of those restraints. So try it this time. Try it on the charts. If you find yourself dwelling on the past, be like, no, come back to the present. If you find yourself daydreaming about the future or like getting in a trade and going, this is going to go sky high. Like just look at the candles as they approach. As each candle paints. Okay, this candle closed. I'm going to move my stop loss to here. You know, I'm talking from a one minute scalping aspect, but 
Um, this candle closed. I'm going to move my, this candle closed. Did it give me an exit? No. This candle closed. Okay. You know, do the step-by-steps without huge um, implications of, oh, I lost two trades or, you know, it's going to go to the moon. Try and bring yourself um, into that present moment. Okay. So two of my traders have fun. We'll jump onto the trading call um, coming up. Make sure you write, read through your trading journal. Make sure you read through your trading plan, which we spoke about quite a lot. And um, to those listening on the podcast, I'll speak to you later. And yes, in the chats, it's so simple yet so complicated. I know I don't understand, but it is. And slowly but surely, we will figure it out. All right. Thank you very much for listening. I'm super excited. I, I must have been, I was a little bit nervous for this for some reason um, towards the end here. So I'm excited that we've made it to 101 and I'm excited to keep seeing where this podcast goes and um, what we can learn together. All right, everyone. Thank you very much. And we'll speak again soon. Bye.